everyone, it's Jeff from MCS MAG, and this month in our New World Patriot Alliance live training workshops, we've been focusing on unorthodox gun training tricks, and we've covered some outstanding new methods for preparing for a real gunfight. If you're not an NWCB member, you can still join today over at NewWorldPatriot.org and grab the recording of our workshop to get started with the tips. And coming up this week, I want to make sure that you join us for our follow-up Q&A call with this month's feature instructor, Ox. In fact, today I thought I'd give you a preview of some of our training with a really cool firearms drill from Ox that you can do right at home, and it will help you prepare for one of the most common factors you're most likely to face in a real gunfight. Now, very few people ever consider this obstacle, and even fewer are actually doing anything about it. Well, no more excuses. We're going to make it really simple for you to get started, and I highly recommend you give this little training trick a try. Check this out. bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, would you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Most people will find this statistic pretty shocking. The FBI Uniform Crime Report reveals that most shootings, about 80%, occur in low-light environments, such as a dark parking lot or in your home at night. And I guess it makes sense, right? I mean, yes, criminals are dumbass scumbags, but they're at least smart enough to target you under the cover of darkness when it's easier to ambush you without the fear of being seen or shot at. So let me ask you, if you have an 80% chance of being forced to defend yourself and your family in the dark, what percentage of your firearms training are you devoting to low-light shooting? Well, I'm guessing it's probably not 80%, am I right? Well, you're not alone. One of the obstacles that most people face is that most live fire gun ranges don't want to turn down the lights because most shooters aren't looking to practice low light shooting. Instead, most people who go to the range are doing what I consider to be more like target practice under the optimal conditions of high visibility, a non-moving target, not being shot at, and all the time in the world to get that one-inch shot group so that they can brag to their buddies. It's obvious then that no matter how many rounds you send down the shooting lane, limiting yourself to only the typical gun range target practice is failing to prepare you for a real life or death gunfight by not allowing you to, to be in a dimly lit environment. But today we have a solution for that. Hello everyone, this is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And with us today, with a really cool tip for low-light gunfight training, is my buddy, Ox. Ox, welcome back to the program, man. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Good to be here. Good to have you back on. So, listen, everybody, since 2008, Ox has taught more than 100,000 people everything from firearms training tactics to how to survive long-term breakdowns in civil order in urban areas. He's a competitive pistol shooter, an avid hunter, and outdoorsman, and he set out to tackle the common problem among gun owners these days by teaming up with some of the best instructors in the world for developing a level of super accuracy with a firearm 
while on the shoestring budget. Now, he's continuously sought out for advice and consulting by strategic planners at the Pentagon, as well as special operations personnel from the U.S. and allied countries and U.S. tactical law enforcement personnel. And his work has culminated with his authoring and co-authoring several best-selling tactical firearms training guides, including his 21-day alpha shooter program and his popular dry fire training cards. You can find out more about Ox and his programs at www.21daygunfighter.com. That's the number 21daygunfighter.com. Okay, so so listen everyone, Ox recently joined us for a private workshop in the NWPA to talk about some unorthodox ways to train both in and out of the local gun range to better prepare for a gunfight. And personally, I've already taken action on some of his tips, and I'm really excited to begin training with them. Now, for those of you who aren't New World Patriot members, one of the areas that we covered was how to do dry fire training in your home with an unloaded weapon or, or some version of a training gun. Now, in my and many professionals' opinions, dry fire training is an absolute must for anyone who owns a gun for personal offense because you can get a lot more creative than you can down at the local gun range you control the dynamics of the environment. It's in your home. It's a place where you might actually be forced to use your weapon to defend yourself anyway. And it's a hell of a lot cheaper than any gun ranger that you're going to go to because you don't have those lane fees. You don't have any ammunition to buy. It's just a hell of a lot less expensive. Now, Ox is also a big advocate of using dry fire training to train because it works. And he knows it. And that's why he developed his dry fire training cards in the 21-day gunfighter at-home training program. But what I want to do is give all of our listeners a chance to experience firsthand just one of the drills that you can use at home specifically for the threat of engaging an attacker in a low-light scenario. Now, before we get started, let me just quickly brief everyone that for dry fire training, you can use your regular weapon that's unloaded. You can use an airsoft gun. You can use a BB gun. There is the CERT training pistol. You can use a like a molded plastic like blue gun. You can even use your fingers for this. But it's important to get as realistic as possible with your training. There's lots of fit, safe ways to do that. But if you are using a real firearm, just make sure that you triple check that there's no ammunition in the firearm, no ammunition in the magazines, and there's no ammunition even in the room that you're training in. And even if you do have a weapon that's verified, unloaded, and everything, you still need to follow Jeff Cooper's four laws of firearm safety, which are... If you haven't memorized them already, <laughs> number one, treat every weapon as if it's loaded, even if it's not. Number two, never let the muzzle cover anything that you're not willing to destroy. Number three, keep your finger off the trigger until your weapon is aimed at your target. And four, always identify your target and what's beyond it before shooting. Okay, so with all that out of the way, um, Ox, you have a card inside your dry fire training cards that's called the washout drill. That I, I think it's a really good example of how how someone can get creative inside their home to prepare for low light conditions. So I'm going to turn things over to you. What is the washout drill? What is it good for? Why does it work? And then walk us through exactly how to do it. All right. One of the biggest problems that happens in a high-stress shooting situation is the sheer volume of unknown things that start happening things that have never happened to you before, things that you aren't familiar with, that you don't know to expect, and that, frankly, you don't know how to deal with. And so if you haven't been exposed to them in advance, you've got to figure out how to work through them on the fly while you're in the middle of a life-or-death experience, and that's not ideal. Uh, one of the things that happens is that um, in a low-light situation, 
the the cones or the middle of your eye, the part that you use the most for picking up detail, they don't work so well. And if you happen to uh, have somebody shine a light in your face or you're going around with a tactical flashlight and it reflects off of a bright wall, a picture of, um, oh, I can't think of what it's called, glass that's over the top of a yeah. picture or a mirror, anything that reflects light back onto you, you can blind yourself while you're clearing your house. And what happens is, all of a sudden, you'll be able to see a target or threat across a room, and you lift your pistol up, and you do not have any sights. It's it's bizarre. It um, You just, when you experience it the first time, it's surprising. The more times you experience it, the more used to it you get. So the washout drill is really pretty simple. What you do is you shine a bright light uh, into your eyes or you look into a bright light. And as an example, I use a, uh, a Surefire Backup, which is a 200 lumen light, and I'll hold it at arm's length and go back and forth between shining in each of my eyes. And there's a little discomfort. That's a chemical change that happens in the eyes when they're uh, going from... Uh, adjusting to a low-light environment to getting blasted with bright light, but it's not a, a long-term problem. But only only use as bright of a light as what's comfortable for you to use. And so what you do is you look into that light for 5 to 10 seconds, and then you pick up your dry fire training device and start engaging targets. And what you want to do is see how long it takes for you to be able to pick up your sights again and see for you whether or not it makes any difference how bright of a light you're using on how quickly the sights show up. And another thing you want to do is shift your gaze 10 to 15 degrees off to the side so that you're not using the cones or the, the middle of your eye to pick up the sights, but the rods on the outside of the eye. Hmm. And that can help you pick up your sights almost immediately. And once you get used to it, it's really not that big of a deal to uh, lose your night vision and still be able to pick up your sights and engage targets confidently and accurately. Yeah, that, that's um, that's an interesting um, aspect of like because you kind of gave the cheat sheet also because there's the drill, but then you also gave one of the things that I think people would find helpful when they're doing the drill is to look off just, you know, like 25, 30 degrees off to the left or right. That was something I learned in the military, and I use it today even when I'm walking out in the dark. Uh, most people, if you just kind of turn your eyes just a little bit to the left or to the right, you'll notice that you can see in front of you a lot better because we do have this um, – there is an invisibility spot in, in, in the eye where you actually can't see, but your brain kind of fills in around it in, in light time, but in the dark it's a lot more – it's a lot more noticeable. Um, the other thing is that uh, this is a really good – most people, again, you don't want to find out you're going to wash yourself out with your own flashlight as you're going around the house, maybe clearing it or something like that at night. And I think just going through that exercise and seeing where, oh, there's a mirror right there or there's our family picture, and if I'm coming down the stairs and I shine it straight ahead of me, that's going to be a you know a blast on for you. you could you could literally wash out your eyes mistakenly so even just going around your home and finding where those spots are that you reflect back to yourself i know i've got one where i come straight out of the the hallway where my bedroom is 
uh, there's a window right in front there. And uh, I've blasted myself with that thing, and it comes it comes straight back at me at night. So uh, so that's a good a kind of a good exercise to fill in with this as well. But uh, but this is really good, everyone. This is just a simple example of some of the dynamics that can happen in a low light scenario that most people don't even know about, and most people certainly aren't training for it. And again, as as Ox said. The, you don't you don't want to be learning this stuff on the fly when there's somebody in your living room and you catch them with a flashlight and they catch you with a flashlight shining back at you or something like that. So this is a great way to train for it so that you understand the dynamics that it has on on you and also how to overcome it as well. So so listen, this is drill actually only one drill that Ox has in the dry fire training cards related to low light scenarios, but there's a whole bunch of other ones in there as well for engaging multiple attackers, firing from awkward shooting positions, shooting on the move, and other scenarios that you may find yourself in in a real gunfight. And as far as I'm concerned, if you own a gun, you have to own these tri-fire training cards. You have to – there's no sense really having – well, I can't say there's no sense in having a firearm if you don't train with it. But but look, you're, you're, if, you bought, if you buy a firearm to protect yourself – it only makes sense that you have to be trained with that firearm and not just the safety of it, but how do you use it tactically? And the dynamics of a real gunfight are going to, are going to really force you into scenarios and situations that most people just don't even consider. These dry fire training cards will put you in those scenarios and help you train so that you are a better gunfighter. So definitely go check them out over at uh, Ox's website at www.21daygunfighter.com. Ax, thank you so much for the drill. And um, and everybody else, if you haven't listened to the recording that we just did this past week with Ox, uh, there's a lot more training drills on there and some other ways that you can train as well. So, Ox, thanks a lot, man. appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Awesome. Okay, everyone, until our next Modern Combat Zero broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.